May 31st, 2022. We have the whole gang here, Grayson Wimbish from California, Billy Ray from Richmond, Virginia, and Pat Finn from Charlotte, North Carolina. Pat may have been traveling more than I have in the uh, in the month of May. That guy's been all over the place. Um, but we're the Sons of Saturday. We are here to uh, have some fun today. We are going to catch you up on everything going on in the uh, Virginia Tech Athletic Department. We're going to talk about some town ordinance stuff that may affect you kiddos over at uh, at, Sen- uh, at uh, Center Street. We're going to talk a little bit about, we have a new format for life advice. We're going to talk about important things that kids probably aren't doing that they need to be doing. Um, and we're going to talk about the new ACC scheduling, the three rivalry teams you play every year and a five rotating schedule and give you our dream trio for those teams that we will play every year. Um, as always, this podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Main Street Pharmacy. Main Street Pharmacy is your one-stop shop for everything that you need, whether it's staying clean, whether it's staying organized, whether it's staying healthy. Jeremy Counts has you covered. If you haven't gotten your COVID shot, you still can meander over there and get that done. That's still something. If you need a flu shot, you can go over there and get that as well. So Jeremy Counts is holding it down on multiple, multiple fronts. Um, I work in uh, technology. We're omni-channel. He is omni-solution. So head on over to Jeremy Counts for your Omni solutions. Guys, how's everybody doing? I'll update you on me real quick, and then we'll go uh, We'll go east, west, east. Um, update for me, uh, Sons of Scholars, Jackson Lee Mitchell has now become second lieutenant. Jackson Lee Mitchell, he is going, he is going to the uh, Marine Air. He's going to fly helicopters. Can't believe it. I've been pinching myself all weekend. Uh, whole Mitchell, Mitchell family went down. Plus my grandfather, who had not been out of the state of New Jersey since I have been alive. Stayed out of the state of New Jersey since I have been alive. Uh, it was a tremendous challenge to get Ray Burkoven out, but Grandpa Burkoven had an amazing time. Um, and uh, in other news here, my next destination for living is my brother and I have signed a lease in Newport, Rhode Island, where I will live with my brother and um, he will do military stuff. So that's that's where I'm going. I'm going to Newport. So uh, New England Hokies hit my line. Pe- Grayson, what's going on with you, man? Wait, wait, time out, Bill. Before before we uh, we go around the horn here, what do you know about Newport? You know, do you know anything about Newport? Is this is this all new? Is this so, port new to you? Uh, it it is it is relatively new. I was there when we dropped Jackson off at prep school five years ago. Uh, I was there this January. That sucked when it was really cold. But um, my brother, his goal, he has this new thing. There's this commercial out for like this beer and uh, it's about swinging 20 pound hammers. So all he says all the time, and if you know my brother, you'll know it. He goes, all, all summer, swinging 20 pound hammers in Newport, 20 pound hammers all summer. So I feel like it's a very Vineyard Vines community. We're, we're going to bring some grit and tenacity uh, to Newport. So that that's the goal. That's the goal. So I, I, we're, Mitchell boys aren't here to fit in. We're here to uh, to change the culture a little bit, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I'm looking at pictures of Newport, Rhode Island right now, and I feel like you're going to thrive in this town, buddy. It's stunning, dude. It is beautiful. It's it gorgeous. Is beautiful. Yeah, it's very, very pretty. I, I don't know something about Billy Ray on the coast, whether it is the west or the east by the water. Uh, to answer your question, Bill, I'm doing great, man. Uh, you know, it was really, really exciting. I I've mentioned this on last week's podcast with the softball gals. I did get to see Pat. He was down in Newport Beach with his family, so that was so cool to see the Finn fam. They uh, they came to visit me at work last Thursday at the Venezuela. Pat sang some karaoke, 
He, uh, he, what, what you saying? You, you, you saw, uh, you sang Drunk on a Plane by Dirks Bentley, and you and your old man sang Ramblin' Man by, Which, uh, by I, the Almond I mean, Pat, you gotta get, you gotta give some credit. Where did the inspiration for the inspo come from? The Mitchell so, Boys. So, you know, three hours prior, because we're on the West Coast, we get a video of Billy Ray and Jackson Lee up there singing, uh, <laughs> singing Ramblin' Man up on the stage. The Mitchell Boys, these big boys. Belting out the hits. Dude, he tells me, he, I walk into the bar after he's been there for two hours, and he taps me on the shoulder, and he says, yo, you and me, karaoke, four guys, and then we're up. So I look at our name in the thing, and it says the Mitchell three. And I'm like, who's the third? Me and you? Like, who's going to be number three? And without saying a word, he points directly up to the sky, and he says, God's going to be up there on stage with us. <laughs> Sing Ramblin' Man. Oh so, my gosh. Oh man, my brother's one of a kind. Uh, I had a blast. What a what an amazing time. Couldn't be more proud of uh of Jackson. Pat, you had a graduation too. A little delayed, but you also had a graduation. Catch us up on what you got going on. Yeah. Um had a ton of fun out there in California, seeing Grayson, uh jumping around. And uh I gotta give a shout out. Went to Coronado, met my guy Dan Shoemaker. Woo! Hokey guy. I think he said class of 90, some late 90s. And Dan was rocking a Virginia Tech windbreaker. So naturally, we're crossing paths. I'm leaving the beach. He's getting on the beach. I say, go Hokies. And he wanted to have a conversation, which I love. Because you know how sometimes you see someone wearing tech gear and you're like, huh, you know, should we start a full-blown conversation? Is this just like a, a sup nod, go Hokies? But no, Dan was down to chat. Uh, we, we, we chatted about Virginia tech for probably 10, 15 minutes. My parents came up, my sister came up. It was a great conversation. So shout out to Dan Coronado, Dan Hokies of Coronado, but, uh, flew into South bend for a delayed graduation of the class of 2020. It was really cool to actually have a formal legitimate graduation to recognize uh, my brother and all of his classmates of the class of 2020 that did not have a real graduation. They came home from spring break in 2020 and they were sent home and that was it. And this was a really cool way to, to recognize everyone and have this formal graduation, but you know, without any of the stress that's involved with graduation, it's like you had like two years to plan a graduation party. So there was a lot of fun that was had with my brother, my family, all his friends, and uh, all the Golden Domers up there. Beautiful weather in South Bend. The weather was better in South Bend, Indiana, Friday, Saturday, than it was in California for an entire week. It's what they call the May Gray and the June Gloom, as Grayson was telling me. Uh, oh, it's a oh, very no. real thing. We, we both told, both locals told you that. I called you up and I hit you with both of them. Put me on Gray screen. May, June Gloom. It's a yeah, thing. Man. It's that, mar- it's that yeah. marine layer. It's this time of year. People put- come out here. Still got to put sunscreen on though. Yeah, we went by we went by Billy Ray's old spot in San Diego. Uh, he got on point. He got emotional on Twitter. I did, dude. I did. That was uh, that was special. That was special. I sent you guys. That I appreciated you guys swinging by. Uh, as I like to say, as I like to say, what a moment! What a moment! moment. What a moment! Did you uh, go to Rockies, Pat? Did you go to Rockies cheeseburgers? We did not. No, we were just Dang. passing through. I think he gave, I gave him, I gave him a list, but there was, you know, it's tourist, it's tourist USA. You got, you don't got reservations. You got to get up out of here. So, mm. um, but no, glad he made the stop. We have uh, a multitude of topics to talk about, Pat. So we consistently talk about how uh, 
Whip Babcock, our athletic director, does a good job of creating a multifaceted, multi-successful, uh, well-oiled machine in the athletic department. And you have a little bit of a statistic for us pointing to that. Talk about the success of this athletic department compared to the rest of the country. I mean, let's just say that there are, are a lot of horses on this merry-go-round around Merriman. And, and some of those horses, I mean, there's some big horses. We are one of six schools to make the postseason in football, men's basketball, women's basketball, softball, and baseball. That is not bad. There's, not bad. You know, there's, there's a couple hundred schools out there. To be one of six to do that uh, across the board is superb. So it's, a, it's a big deal. So uh, really, really cool to see that stat out there on Twitter today. I forget who put it out there. I'll look for it. We'll see if we could embed it in the article because I, I want to know who those other five schools are. Who would you bet? I mean, it's probably LSU. LSU is one of them. I saw that. I think AM is one of them. Uh, but yeah, we could we could figure out the rest because I'm also curious about that as well. That is uh, some other hokey headlines. Uh, we'll talk about the bad news first. Uh, Virginia Tech softball lost this past weekend in the NCAA Super Regional in Blacksburg. Uh, they fell to the Florida Gators this past Sunday, 12-0. They were done by the fifth inning. On the, on the flip side of that, it's really cool, man. There were just shy of 2,000 people in attendance Incredible. at Texas. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. It was sold out. Uh, Jamie and Grace, who came on last week, we talked about that. Um, ultimately, it's not what any Hokie wanted to see. It's very, very sad that it went down that way. Also lost in the NCAA Super Regionals last year to UCLA. Um, but you know, to all the seniors on this team that helped elevate the program, we were the number three team in the country. We're going to be back. It's only going to, to keep getting better and better. Someone made mention on Twitter recently, we're like beating out Auburn and these blue blood softball programs for five-star recruits. Uh, and so I'm not worried about it. I'm very proud of the girls. I think, uh, it's only going to get bigger and better. Shout out coach Pete. And I honestly think that Keely Rochard might get her number retired. Absolute legendary. One of the, probably the best pitcher in Virginia Tech softball history. Shout out Angela. Angela's great. But Keely, yeah. Keely was dealing. Real quick, I just want to say a lot of times we, uh, and look, at the end of the day, you want to be successful in, in every sport, right? You want to be successful in football. You want to be successful in soccer. You want to be successful in softball. Um, <clears throat> don't allow your frustrations with other sports not living up to expectations to downplay the incredible season that Virginia Tech softball has had. Uh, Virginia Tech softball three years ago, I couldn't tell you who we were playing ever. I knew that we weren't ever going to, we weren't going to host a regional and that's no disrespect. That's just the process of building this program. And for the program to have been ranked three in the country to host a regional, to see the excitement and the, uh, joy that this brought so many people and so many people coming out to support this team. That's only going to catapult this program into further success. Recruits see it. Um, the university sees it. And I think it is looking back on it, disappointing where the season ended, but extremely excited for the future, extremely excited for the memories that uh, the seniors left with us. And it's going to help the program continue to elevate and be competing for quite frankly, national championships uh, years moving forward. You know what's exciting about it is that we're on the ACC Network, we're on ESPN or ESPN2, and 
you were alluding to this, Grayson, but Tech Softball Park is just absolutely slammed to the gills. You got to pay, you know, $100 or more to get in. And that's big time. Um, but also just like the ESPN crews, when they're showing just the backdrop of Lane Stadium over the left field bleachers, and you're oh, just man. like, what a campus, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's cool to to have that touch of Blacksburg coming at you through your TV during the springtime, you know, during early summer. Um, and we're excited to see that with baseball here over the next, uh, next few weeks too. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll hand it over to you, Grayson. I know you have a great transition here. Absolutely. In another dugout, uh, we are not done. The Virginia Tech baseball team, we're preparing to go on a postseason run as the number four overall seed in the NCAA tournament. Uh, the Hokies currently sit at 41-12 and 12 on the season. Uh, they actually just learned uh, their seed when the 64-team NCAA field was announced Monday. So that was yesterday. And uh, on the selection show on ESPN2. This is crazy. A lot of firsts here. This is the first time Tech has ever been awarded one of the top eight overall seeds. And as one of the top 16 overall seeds, the Hokies will host an NCAA regional for the second time in program history, uh, which is absolutely insane if you think about it. And also, I think this is interesting. A lot of Hokies are talking about this on Twitter as well. The way that the bracket currently sits, if the stars align properly, we could potentially square off again against who? The Florida Gators in what could be a revenge series for the ages. The Florida Gators continue to be a thorn in our side, but I hope we see them. I hope we see them. I'd absolutely love that uh, to avenge the softball ladies. I mean, I hate Florida. I'm sick of Florida. <laughs> I really I'm don't sick. want to play Florida in any sports anymore. Um, I've, I've had, we've yeah, had our, our, our daily dose of Florida. Uh, sure. I, the only thing that I'll add to this, aside from being quite literally blown away, by the baseball team, uh, the development, the, uh, the team is extremely likable. Um, again, seeing our, seeing Virginia tech represented for something other than football on ESPN and bleacher report and Yahoo sport, not Yahoo sports. Nobody even follows that anymore, but you know what I'm saying? Some of these big, these big, uh, channels and seeing us get so much love has been awesome. With that said, ACC network is an absolute albatross The fact that you cannot watch the ACC Women's Softball Championship or the ACC Men's Baseball Championship on the ACC Network is insane to me. I don't care about Bally's Sports Network. I don't care about Nesson. Don't start a channel on the precipice of, hey, we're going to bring you this content. Precipice is the wrong word. But don't tell me you're going to bring me all of the content from something and actually give me none of it. It's horrible. It's it's it's. It's insane to me that this is happening in 2022. We can put people on the moon, okay, and we can't put ACC baseball on the ACC network. It's incredulous, incredulous. Incredible, incredulous. It's it's incredibly frustrating. (laughs) um, This next subject is one of the things that I think the ACC is getting right, and I am, frankly, extremely fired up about. Uh, First of all, let's just talk about, well, what is it? The ACC is planning to vote on a rotating schedule model that will eliminate football divisions. No more coastal chaos. No more. I don't know what the other one has going for it. Um, no more Atlantic. 
Uh, Clemson running. The no more Atlantic ass kickings from Clemson. Um, Atlantic anarchy, but there's never Atlantic anarchy. anarchy. <laughs> that has been too much anarchy. Um, so they're going to be voting on eliminating football divisions in time for the 2023 season. The ACC has plans to vote on a three-five-five scheduling model, featuring three permanent opponents and a rotating slate of home and home games with five other opponents. Jim Phillips said Wednesday from when the article that I uh, copied and pasted. This is awesome. I'm going to tell you why I think it's awesome, and then I would love to hear y'all's opinions. I love the idea of going – what I love about college football is I love going to different places. I loved – last year we went to Texas. A couple of years ago we went to Georgia. I went to LSU in 2019. I love seeing different places. The rivalries are what make it great, but being able to see where other people have had their college experience, tailgating with different people, bringing other folks onto our campus, does it get any better than that? I don't think it does. So the option and the possibility of us being able to do that more often in different places gets me fired up. Does anybody else have a problem with this? Is anybody in love with the coastal? Any 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 zags here? I'm going to zag you big time because okay. I love playing at Duke and at Boston College every year. It is so much fun. I don't know like why you would ever want to play at Clemson or Florida State or Louisville, you know? I just really enjoy going into Wallace Wade and uh and having a tea party uh, every, every other fall. <laughs> Really r- riveting, Pat. I mean, hit the nail on the okay, so head I right there. Pat. All, I think we're all on board. But, no, I'm excited. Like, the option to go to Syracuse, the option to go to Louisville, the option to go to Florida State, the option to go to these other awesome ACC spots, and obviously you have Clemson. Um, you know, I think it's going to be better for the league where you're not getting in a position where you're going to have Clemson or Florida State, not as much recently, but in the past, trotting out to play some – barely above 500 coastal team. Uh, I think this will do a good job of evening out the disparity that we have seen from Miami faltering. Uh, who do you know what you're going to get from Miami and Virginia Tech, frankly, not being very good in the coastal. Um, so this will make it a little bit more of a level playing field and make sure that the two best teams are competing in the championship game. Uh, novel concept. So let, what we're going to do here is run through the three teams that we would prefer to have as the uh, mainstay rivalry games. Here are my three. I think that this is, uh, I think this is the three, um, or this is at least the two. I think Virginia is non-negotiable. Virginia and Virginia Tech have met 103 times. Virginia Tech has won 60 of those. Uh, State rivalry, not much to say there. Second option, Miami. 39 meetings between these two teams, 15 wins. You have the incredible, incredible history of Virginia Tech and Miami from the early 2000s, catapulting into, you know, the early 2010s. It has been good games, just not really good quality football teams as of late. But the history of that rivalry, I believe, um, really points to it being a necessity. Now, this third spot is tough. This third spot is hard for me. Um, I can see a lot of people are going to not like me for this. I can see the Boston college side of things with the history that we had for a couple of years. Uh, and y'all have to remember, everybody wants it to be Florida state. Everybody wants it to be Clemson. Everybody's not going to have their first round pick. So the ACC has a little bit of a compelling way to say, Hey, you know, guess what? Boston college probably isn't anyone else's first round pick either. So somebody's going to play Boston college three times in a year. Uh, and then I go to Pittsburgh. 
Pittsburgh is another blue collar uh, football team. We constantly have good games with them. Does anybody want to go to Pittsburgh? Probably not, but we always have great football games. So Pittsburgh is another one, but I settled on Carolina, Carolina, 44 meetings between Virginia tech and North Carolina, 25 wins going to the Hokies, very even matchup shared recruiting grounds. Um, you know, I enjoy our rivalry with Carolina. It has been very one-sided as of late, but again, you're sharing the recruiting grounds It's right there. Um, those are my three Carolina, Miami, and Virginia. So Grayson, what, what are your thoughts on the three? Um, first off, I'm just going to say those are, and should be the mainstays, uh, but to diversify my answer outside of the university of Virginia in what I will call the multiverse, I would add Florida state and Clemson. I know that that is so unbelievably cliche, but you know, both of those blue programs, blue programs, programs are blue bloods, national championship winning programs. Both have long poached in-state talent from Virginia tech and both have incredible stadium and college football atmospheres. I think I would say this, the Florida State game is the most fun I've ever had at an away game ever, and maybe ever will. Who knows? That will change one of these days. But in the ACC, it is absolutely the pinnacle. Um, so to renew that rivalry kind of from the late 90s and then early 2000s, all the great games that we had with them – uh, would be awesome. And then also, I mean, anytime you play Clemson, you're playing some of the best talent in the country. You're playing Dabo Swinney. You're playing in, uh, you know, just a primetime game under the lights. Doesn't matter if it's in Blacksburg, neutral zone, or in Clemson, South Carolina. Um, and then, you know, Bill, you would, you and I talked prior to pressing record today. It's like, well, you know, how do you, how do you swing that? Like, how do you, why should Virginia tech get those two teams as opposed to anyone else? What's, well, you know, we joined the conference in 2004 and we've won four ACC titles since then. And, you know, for a long time, the road for the ACC title went through Blacksburg. So if, if like given the chance and it had to be someone else that was not Miami or Carolina, I'm going with both of those teams. For me, it's, um, you obviously have Boston College and Georgia Tech as the two teams that are on the outside looking into this. Um, Georgia Tech. They're just they're just in bad shape right now. They're in very bad shape right now. They're not going to win. They're going to have a tough time winning four games this fall. And Boston College, it's just like, yeah, there were two seasons where, you know, they beat us in the regular season. We came back and we beat them in the ACC title game. Other than that, can you guys recall a Boston College game that was any form of exciting outside of 2019? Because I can't. I can't. Um, I can't. It's either they run for 300 yards and beat us by three touchdowns, or we went by, went by two or three touchdowns. Yeah, like their their stadium is you know just a larger high school stadium. Um, I know you love going to Boston, Billy Ray. Um, but let's uh, it's not a college football destination. It's not. Yeah, let's uh, it's not. You know what I mean? But Georgia Tech's just in bad shape. You yeah. know. So turning it over here, I think. You guys hit the nail on the head with UVA, Carolina, Miami. It should be the three teams that you hate the most. I hate those three teams the most in the ACC. So it, it lines Damn. up perfectly, you know? Um, yeah, that that's that's pretty much it. And uh, I know Carolina, like in Carolina Twitter, they were talking about it being like NC State, um, yeah. UVA, and – 
either Miami or Duke. Yeah. So it's just like it's interesting hearing from their side because they don't think we're as much of a rivalry as we do. Probably just don't want to play us. Because they're Carolina and they're this national brand and they think, you know, they think they're the bee's knees. Um, do you think that's I, why? For bad for I do. There, there's a pretentiousness there, a thousand and fifty percent. They they think that they're like light years ahead of us when in they football? have it. In, oh yeah, I'm sure they think that right now. Absolutely. Mac Brown's their coach, man. He's like a top five coach in the United States. I would love to talk to a Carolina fan that felt that way. And well, there's not that many of them. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're going to have a many Carolina football fans. That's true. Clear. Clear. Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be hard. You'd be hard pressed. You could throw a rock and not hit fans in that well, stadium. A couple things. And, and, and Pat, I want to talk about just, just to, for anybody feeling bad about our football team in this fall coming up, if you're feeling bad, take a look at uh, Georgia Tech's schedule for this fall. Georgia Tech is playing against Clemson in Atlanta for their first game. Then they play Western Carolina. Then they play Ole Miss, UCF, Pitt, Duke, Virginia, Florida State, Virginia Tech, Miami, North Carolina. Oh, and then they get to end the season with Georgia. So that <laughs> That is the Georgia Tech football schedule. Not a fantastic draw uh, for the Yellow Jackets. But going off of the second tier, some of the other teams that you would be interested in, um, if you if you were to drop down a tier for some of your, uh, your second-round picks, I suppose. Um, for me, if I had to pick two, I would love to have NC State on the schedule regularly. Um, I think that's fantastic, Pat, for obvious reasons. I think you would be extremely interested in that game as well. Um, and, I mean, Georgia Tech, fine. Um, I'm not fired up about it. I think it's kind of a difficult argument to make when you start saying they're not going to be good for a while. I, I, I'm curious to know how much the ACC is going to rely on proximity geographically versus history um, over the course of the program's uh, tenure. So it's going to be interesting to see how that balances out. Uh, any other thoughts on second-tier programs that you would be really excited about? Anybody jazzed for Syracuse? Some no. Okay, I was, I, was gonna, I was actually going to zag, as you say, as you know, <laughs> as classic Jersey guy, Syracuse. Yeah, I was going to zag Syracuse. I never want to go up to the Carrier Dome. I have zero desire to go in there. I feel yeah, like yeah. it smells, um, you know, <laughs> you, you get a game at Syracuse in November. You're like, why am I in Syracuse, New York? in November. So I'm just, I'm just throwing out Syracuse. I, I the pit games are always great. I just don't like going to pit. Yeah. Uh, so that's another one that I wouldn't be that excited about. Um, if we had to lock in one though, if this was like an expansion team deal where you get to put like an, I want no matter what us to play this team every year, you guys might disagree. I think it has to be Miami. I, I think no matter what, Virginia Tech has to play Miami every single year. I don't disagree with that. I like I just I can't fathom. Like, can you imagine if we get like if we get like the Virginia, Georgia Tech, and Duke draw? I mean, yeah, that, that would, would suck. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would suck. That? Yeah. So I I would I, say, yeah, go ahead. I, I would say, and this they're non-conference, but hypothetically they play in our conference. I'd love Notre Dame every year. Yeah, but that's oh, yeah. I'd, I'd love the yeah, Fighting Irish. Great, I would love to play Notre Dame. I'd love the Fighting Irish every year. Yeah, I love I love ice cream after dinner. I mean, no, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, it, it, that makes it interesting when they're not really like. If they could be a part of the conversation, you have to consider that. But if well. you could put, if you could put, uh, pin the tail on the one team that needs to be on the schedule, who would it be? 
that isn't UVA or just no, it could be UVA. Like I would pick Miami. Period. If I could pick one team to guarantee to have on the schedule every year, it would be Miami. I, I'm probably on the Notre Dame train there. ACC teams. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm saying I'm actually saying Carolina. I'm saying okay. Carolina too. I'm As saying UNC. Like oh yeah, yeah. UNC. Virginia. Virginia does uh, calls into Packer and doesn't want to play us. And surprise, surprise, Virginia Tech doesn't even want to play. God, it's got to be the Tar Heels. I mean, we, yeah. we, we need to we need to boost the resume. We don't need yeah. we don't need the uh, the cupcake. Uh, yeah. The cupcake Cavaliers. Yeah. We don't need to win our participation trophy back every year. So this next segment, this is fun. We're doing this pod a little different. I'm having, I'm having, I'm having a good time. Uh, this is a different. This is one of the tweets that I saw a couple weeks ago from VT Football Grad. He tweeted a picture of Genie in a bottle, and he asked, "Hey, Hokies, you have three wishes for this upcoming football season that cannot be: win the ACC, win the national championship, or go undefeated." I loved this question. I loved reading the responses. Um, And uh, I just, I'm going to have us here uh, weigh in. Here are my three. And I actually picked three that don't really have anything to do with actual football games. Um, They just have to do with kind of the program in general. Number one, recruiting. Get a solid class of local recruits on board and committed for next year and have a plethora of students visiting Virginia Tech, whether they commit or whether they do not, having kids from Highland Springs, from the 757, from uh, the state of Virginia, coming to Virginia Tech voluntarily to check out our our games. I think that is extremely important. Uh, And promoting that and making it cool and awesome to come check out Virginia Tech. I think that is monumental uh, for us. Getting caught up in the having a top 30, top 25 class, all of this, uh, I think that's a little unrealistic. We're going to be talking to Matei here soon um, to see what that may look like. I just think getting the excitement up again is extremely important for this upcoming football season. So that's number one. Number two, continue the outreach, uh, the positive momentum and excitement with former players and enable slash encourage them to continue to help the program because we need it. Um, I have been very surprised with how much former players have been able to do rather than just saying, I want to do that. I want this from the program. I want that from the program. I want free tickets. Seeing and speaking with B Hill and what he's doing with triumph or talking to rock Carmichael and what he's doing with uh, recruits and his ability to be bringing kids to Virginia tech and, and uh, helping kids in the community and, and, and getting them exposure to Virginia tech. That's huge. Uh, then you can look at the Edmonds, Tim Settle, and uh, the Fuller brothers with their generous do- donations. This is not just fanfare. This is not just like saying, oh, we want people to come back on campus. Like there is actual action coming from former players and alumni. I think that's great. I want that to continue. That's my second wish. Third wish. This is a wish of myself and a wish that my father always peddles me with when we watch Virginia Tech. I want to compete. I don't want to see the Boston College game again last year. I don't want to see a despondent, disinterested group at times. I want to be proud of the football team that I'm watching and know that they are invested, they are playing together, and that is really all I care about. We're, I don't Going into this football season, 
I don't really have an expectation for how many games we're going to win. We better win six and six games. We better make a bowl. We better beat this team. We better beat like that's not important to me. What's important to me is being proud of the product on the field. You can look at the roster. You can look at the situation that we have in a couple different position rooms. It's not ideal. It's not what we've had in the past. I want to be proud of the group that we put out, and I want to. I want it to be a product of the Virginia Tech teams that we saw in the 2000s, in the in the late 2000s. I'm not saying that we have to win as many games. I'm not expecting us to win the ACC. I want us to be tough. I don't want us to back down, and I want us to play together. So it's three things, and it spells out rock, coincidentally. Recruit, outreach, and compete. Those are my three wishes for this football season. Pat, go ahead. Yeah, here are my three wishes. Um, be featured on the college game day intro song video. How many years has it been since, you know, Virginia Tech has just left out of any highlights or anything? Number two, not have ESPN mess up our name at, at any point during the season or confuse our logo with the University of Virginia's logo. That should be a drinking game. I, I really think it should. How many times this year? Will you know the the intern put Virginia Tech in place of Virginia or vice versa? Um, I don't have a third. No, th- those are joking uh, joking matters. I'm sure we could have a whole another segment on uh, some of those like um, superlatives. But my three are sell out all your home games. You do not have to win football games to sell out every single game if the general vibe in the program is strong. It's positive, and there's a feeling that this ship is being steered in the right direction. You know, we might have a tough September and stub our toe against West Virginia or Boston College, but I'm telling you that this Miami game for homecoming is going to be sold out and filled to the gills. Um, but I think there is a lot of a lot of what a sellout is is you know from the athletic department and the marketing team, and you know making it so you're setting up Hokie nation for success as far as just like, Hey, these are the packages that you can buy into um, this, that, and the other. That's not really hand in hand with the actual football team, but that's one of my goals. I want to see lane filled every single Saturday this fall. Uh, Number two, beat UVA, beat Miami, beat Carolina, beat West Virginia. That goes without saying those are the biggest four rivals on the calendar this year outside of Pittsburgh, you know, as we kind of talked about earlier, but um, you know, those are, those are the four most important games to me here this fall. If we lost every other game, I might be okay with that. That'd be great. I would love to be, I would love to be. I agree with that. That would be great. I mean, yeah. Going four and eight with, uh, with four wins over Miami, Carolina, UVA and uh, West Virginia. Losses to Wofford and Old Dominion again. Yeah, tough. (laughs) Another Liberty loss. Um, That would be something else. Number three, consistency from the quarterback position. Um, How do you measure this? Well, you want to have the same guy starting week one that is starting your 12th game. or starting, you know, when we're uh, in Charlotte playing the B of A uh, in the first weekend of, (laughs) of December. But, no, quarterback consistency. It's it's the it was the downfall of the Fuente era. You know, Trey Turner said it himself. He had like seven different quarterbacks. If Grant Wells is the guy. I want to see Grant Wells starting on game one. I want to see him starting, you know, Thanksgiving weekend. Um, how do you measure success there? You have the same guy there the entire season. And my measuring stick for success would be can our starting quarterback have a winning record 
on this team this year. Um, that would be my measuring stick for success. So those are my three. Grace. Yep. Uh, number one, get at least two four-star commitments in between the months of June and December of 2022. Uh, I'd be ecstatic if both lofty. of those. Very yeah, lofty. It's lofty. This is my most lofty of the three. If both of them were the, from the Commonwealth of Virginia, that would be incredible. If one of them is, that I'd be very, very happy with that. That's, that is the goal. Have one of them be from Virginia. The other one can be from Carolina, Jersey, New York, California, don't care. But I also believe that this coaching staff can pull it off. Number two, win the night games. Beat Boston College at home at 8 p.m. in Lane Stadium in front of a sold-out crowd. And then number two, beat West Virginia at home on Thursday night. Make Thursday nights in Blacksburg must-watch television again. Make all-night games in Lane Stadium must-watch television again. Don't just make it, oh, we're going to tune in to see Enter Sandman, and it's 17-0 to at half, Clemson. Like, win the night games. That's important. Last one, assume we make a bowl game, assume we get over 500, win that, that bowl game. I don't care if it's the Pinstripe Bowl, the Bahama Bowl, the Meineke Car Care Bowl, whatever post-game game or whatever postseason game we play in, bring the trophy back to Blacksburg. It's been too long. Win the bowl game. All right, everybody. So we actually tweaked, and I think uh, judging by the amount of action we got on Twitter here and responses that this worked out, we're tweaking my uh, my baby the life advice segment uh, into I'm just going to come up with a question or a topic or any of us will, we're going to put it out there and we're going to answer it ourselves because you know what? I probably wouldn't write into three guys and ask them for advice on something anyway. So we're just going to give you unsolicited advice on topics. And today's is things that are imperative to do when you're in college that maybe somebody didn't teach you. And most of you probably, probably aren't doing. So that's the question. And we're just going to read a couple of them. Number one, it's kind of coincidental that you're hearing this from me. Um, and I costed Papa Mitchell, Mama Mitchell, and Grandpa Burkoben a ton of money uh, because of this. Get an oil change. If you have a vehicle on campus, get oil changes, get tire rotations, and get brake checks. Your, your parents are not there to take it there for you. They're not there to walk past your car and notice that your front right wheel is a little low. They're not going to be able to do that. If the check engine light comes on, it means you should actually, it's not just a light that like comes on and you just hope for it to go out. Go and get your engine checked out because you know, it's not going to be a fun phone call. Hey mom, um, I overdrafted my bank account because I went to TOTS last night. By the way, I need $2,500 for a new transmission. That's not a fun phone call. It's a phone call I've had to make. Don't be in that position. So there's number one. Number two, hey, you actually need to wash your sheets more than once a semester. Um, this may come as a shock to you. You can't just spray Febreze fragrance block on your uh, sheets. That does not make them clean. Take your sheets off your bed, put them into a wash machine, run the cycle, put them in the dryer, and then put them back on your bed. It will make a huge difference. You will feel better. Um, so that's number two. Uh, Grayson. Why don't you chime in here with some uh, with some life advices here? There is uh, there's for the record there is no greater feeling in the world than clean sheets. Uh, I would say start here. Buy a vacuum and or a dustbuster, or you could buy one of those little hybrid guys. It's going to run you like fifty bucks. Have that in your dorm room. You're going to spill crumbs from the nights you go to DX and you come back with those chicken strips. 
or whatever miscellaneous items, and that's going to build up over time. And then after a little... Nobody likes mildew. No one wants that. No one wants like black mold. That can make you very sick. Nobody. Mom and dad aren't going to be there to, you know, I don't know if they ever cleaned up after you to begin with, but that is going to add up. Buy a vacuum cleaner, do yourself a favor, do it like once or twice a week. Makes all the difference. Uh, Also, I don't know who needs to hear this. Freshman in college, learning how to, or knowing how to make eggs doesn't mean that you can cook. I think uh, Pat and I need to hear this. I think yeah, I knowing how to make eggs does not mean that you can cook. It's very simple. Google a recipe that you think I could maybe make this and not set my house on fire or entire dorm. I'm going to just say by a measuring cup, the easiest thing that you can make as like a young person, I, I find if you eat meat, chicken and veggies, literally any pasta dish with tomato sauce, a decent salad and a decent sandwich. All you got to do, you know, a little bread, a little cold cut turkey, ham, salami, whatever <laughs> roast beef, whatever you eat. What is making a sandwich cooking? It's That's so to me, to me, so dude, some grabbing cold cuts and slapping mayo on some bread is cooking. Bro, some Are people cannot ball? do it. Some people consider cheese and a piece of bread a sandwich. That is oh, not a sandwich. Man. I'm just saying, my roommate used to eat some wild crap on bread. Shout out my core cut. But like cheese and like he used to put Oreos on bread. Prison, jail, a crime. Insane. But anyway, learn how to like cook something easy. Shout out all the Gordon Ramsay videos I watch. Yeah. It's actually not as hard as you think. Uh, when you are. Yeah, it's it. <laughs> <laughs> don't even get me started. Uh, when you're off campus and you're living in an apartment or maybe a house or something, do your dishes in a timely fashion. If you do you not have a dishwasher, you would have not like me as a roommate. Well, I, dude, so this is something that's carried over into adulthood. Like I know my roommate said to me, if you don't have a dishwasher, do your dishes immediately after you're done eating. Do not let them sit there. Do not let them fester. Do not let the fruit flies show up in your kitchen. If you do have a dishwasher, Put the dirty dishes fully washed off into the dishwasher immediately after you're done. Last one for for like a freshman or young person in college. Being on time is really important. Uh, You're going to have a lot of things you have to attend. You have class, you have meetings to attend, maybe some intramural sports, other miscellaneous club events, what have you. Maybe you're in, in student government like Pat Finn was. Learn to be 10 to 15 minutes early to all of these these meetings uh no one likes someone who's constantly late and that carries over into your adult life as well try and be on time as much as you can and make it a habit that's a great i want to i'll just add a couple um in terms of setting good habits and and pat finn is going to crush the exclamation button here when i got my virginia tech email i checked it twice i checked it one time when i asked when one of my teachers office hours were and checked it another time when somebody from the bursar needed something from me. I am the worst human being when it comes to email. It is hilarious that I am in sales and somewhat successful. Um, set good expectations. Set good. What's the word I'm looking for? Set good habits when it comes to your email. Check it. Have the notifications come on your phone. Email is important. Old people love it. You're going to have to use it. You're not going to be able to convince multi-million dollar companies to just text you. It's not going to work. So uh, that's a challenge that I'm still working through. Set good expectations there. Uh, And don't fall into the, don't fall into the trap. I have to piggyback off this too, because I'm guilty of this. 
Don't fall into the trap of, oh, I'll respond to that later. No, respond. You're not going to respond the second you open it. And if you do do not, mark it as unread. If there's no way you can respond to it, mark it as unread. Uh, Last one that I have uh, before we get into their listener submitted after Pat uh, would be make friends out of your normal circle. This was so important to me. I've said it before on this podcast. Uh, If you're an athlete, meet engineers, meet tutors, meet People from every walk of life. If you're a frat king, meet people that aren't in frats. Meet international students. Meet athletes. Go out of your way to meet people that you typically wouldn't um, hang out with. And just Pat Pat Finn is a living, walking example of this. Pat Finn knows somebody that does everything that has ever existed on this earth. Make friends with everybody. Never lose a friend. And push your limits, man. You never know the. I'm so. That is why. Oh, we'll get into a hokey club conversation when I go down this road. But it puts you. It put you in a position to meet people you never would have met. And I'm so grateful that it did that. So meet people. Finn, yeah. Matt Finn taught me this too, and I'm also bad about this. But one of the best pieces of advice that Pat Finn ever gave me and is so true. Is a person's name is the most important thing about them. Learn people's names. Don't be so caught up in the interaction of shaking their hand that you literally forget the person's name. Learn people's names and remember their names. It's something that's so simple and it means so much when it's like, I know you and I know your name when you see someone out in public. Great call out. Great call out. Pat Finn, take us down with this, man. (laughs) Yeah, look them in the eye, repeat their name back to them, and then ask them where they're from. Try to remember one thing about them. Usually it's where they're from. Because then if you know where they're from, you might know someone from their high school. Um, My thing is, and hey, you might absolutely love this, and this might be a big part of your life. So don't, you know, don't take it from me. But personally, the Netflix account, the video games, you can do that after you graduate. There's always going to be time to watch Netflix and play video games on Xbox Live or whatever it is now. Club You're Penguin, so Club Penguin, Xbox Live, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. No, Yu-Gi-Oh is not online. What's what's the other Pokemon one? Fortnite. Go. Pokemon Go. Pokemon, Pokemon Go. All that stuff is going to be there after graduation. You're not going to have the free time to do things that you can never do in any other situation and you will in those four years. So, you know, you want to you want to do some Netflix in maybe once a week. That's cool, but you don't need to do Netflix all seven days a week, or you know, Call of Duty, or um, what are the what are the video games that people play these days? I, Elden, I'm, Elden I'm, Ring is very popular right now. My roommates all hung up on Elden Ring. You're so right, dude. I wish somebody told me this. It, it was a little different because when I came home, I really didn't want to see anybody. I just wanted to go to sleep and just kind of turn my brain off for a little while. But that's so true. The amount I was literally talking to my old man about this a couple of days a couple of days ago is the amount of time that I wasted doing cover your kids' ears inane bullshit that does not matter. Like it does not matter that you beat D-Day on Call of Duty World War II on veteran. That doesn't matter. It's never gonna matter. It's not important. Um, and it takes away from the experience that is forever fleeting, which is those four or five uh, years of your college experience. Um, that is phenomenal, phenomenal advice, Pat Finn. I, I think- say this as someone, I don't watch shows. I don't play video games even after graduation. Um, you know, so I, I kind of just say that it's, it, it's easy for me to not do it. It's never been a, a big part of my life. But um, yeah, you know, time is valuable. Time is fleeting, Bill. Time is the one currency that you cannot get more of. That is true. So uh, we'll do this too for Grayson. Life advice, 
go see Top Gun. It is, <laughs> uh, it is unbelievably fantastic. Um, it's not to talk about the movie itself. People are asking which one is better, this, that, and the third. It is not one of the five best movies I've ever seen. It is one of the five best I've ever felt walking out of a movie theater feelings I've ever had. The music is amazing. The videography is amazing. And it is a perfect, perfect sequel to a movie that quite frankly changed the world or changed uh, pop culture in America. Evan Hughes, your take on it not being a, an amazing movie is just horrendous. I think we should really have that investigated. We need to we need to start a dialogue so, with that young yeah, man. Yeah, so we're gonna read through <laughs> we're gonna read through some of the other ones, but uh, Grayson is headed to go see Top Gun. Grayson, have a fantastic time. Enjoy it. Uh, and please report back with uh, with what you thought, man. I won't let you down, Maverick. Hell yeah. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Grayson, you enjoy, and then Pat and I will take this home. Uh, we're going to go through some of the listener submitted um, submitted ones here, and one of my favorites actually came from uh, from Jackson, my brother. He wrote quite very bluntly, "Care," and it's so spot on. It is so spot on with. Some of the gripes that I have, and I know Pat's going to want to weigh in on this. I'll weigh in first. Some of the like very low touch point ones would be, hey, if you don't have an ice machine, I, I that's a non-negotiable for me. I have to have an ice machine in my apartment. But if you have an ice tray and you use the ice, put water back in the ice tray when you're done using the ice. If you have a Brita, put water back in the Brita. It doesn't just reappear you probably have a Fernando or a Julia who is always the one left with replenishing the water in the Brita. Don't be the Braxton that doesn't fill it up and then it's always miraculously becoming filled up. Don't be that guy. Um, If you use other people's stuff, replace it. If you go in the laundry room and every single time you go in the laundry room, you grab a Tide Pod from the Tide Pod receptacle, Jesus didn't put it there for you to use. It doesn't magically refill itself. If you find yourself consistently grabbing the Tide Pod from the Tide Pod box you did not buy, replenish the Tide Pods. Don't be the freeloader guy. Nobody likes that guy. Nobody. Nobody likes him. So those are mine. Pat, any 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 care uh, any care ones that you have here for us? I know we talked about Center Street, which is about to be a, a, a topic of discussion here. Care about hokey football. Nice. There you go. How about Care that? About- Care about, you know, you know, I've come on here a half dozen times ranting when students leave the game early. Uh-huh. Care about the hoax. You know, they, uh, they work hard, man. Yeah. They work hard. Don't leave at halftime. Um, I mean, TikToks can wait. We've a lot of TikToking, a lot yeah. of boomeranging, a lot of Borgin. <laughs> hey, Borgs, I guess Borgs, if you don't finish your Borg, you you got to go back and finish it. Yeah. Uh, honestly, too, and, and we've talked about this also. The and the, I don't want to – this is not a boomer thing, but I was never in groups that did this. But don't be the people that are, like, breaking street signs or breaking lamps or just – don't destroy your environment. Virginia Tech is a beautiful place. If you're throwing crap out of your car onto Main Street – or uh, littering, or just treating your surroundings terrible, don't do that. 
It looks bad. It makes us look bad. If I see you do it, I'm going to make you look stupid. I, I, I promise I'm going to. Um, and be respectful. We've talked about the chance, the F insert school we're playing here. Those are never fun. Just care. Be a good person. It's really not difficult. It's not. Um, you can do Hokies respect without saying that you're doing Hokies respect, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so this translates perfectly into the crowd control thing going on in Blacksburg. Um, Pat, I know you have a, a point about the Stonegate Apartments. We'll get to that. I'm just going to give you all a an overhead on this. So the ordinance is slated to be formally introduced on June 14th for a public hearing and the vote is scheduled for July 12th. So this measure is, it says that it's proposing tweets to its mass outdoor gathering ordinance, a nearly three decade old measure that was adopted in response to the student parties that occurred at the Stonegate Apartments during the 1990s. Um, before we get into that, Pat, any thoughts on the Stonegate Apartments in the early 90s? Here are my thoughts on the Stonegate Apartment. <laughs> <laughs> The legacy of the legends of the party throwers and party goers of Stonegate. Listen, if you were part of that early 90s crew and you have any details, you know, maybe pics or vids from the uh, from the exciting times of Stonegate, would love to hear the stories, you know? Polaroid. Where was yeah. where was Stonegate Apartments? Who went? What was so crazy about it that they had to reference this in an article 30 years later? It's all intriguing information. If you have that information, hit us up. I am calling Paul Patera out. I know he knows something about these Stonegate Stone apartments. He, he, I think he, I think Dave Perks does too. Yeah, the, if you're a subject matter expert on Stonegate apartments, I, I need to I, I need to know. Um, so essentially, in my 30 second run through of this article, it says Blacksburg Town Attorney Larry Spencer said the town is considering ways to revise the access points to the stadium to try to reduce instances of students who decide to cross the old growth forest. God, these, these, look, I love trees as much as the next guy, but these, these tree people in the stadium woods need to chill out um, to get to the college <laughs> football venue. I'm sorry if that was insensitive. I, I, I really don't care. It's getting out of control. Um, so they're trying to reduce the access points there. Um, among the proposed changes, however, is the addition of a voluntary party registration process for smaller events to develop accountability. I actually kind of like this one. Uh, it basically says that you would have the option to apply for gatherings of fewer than 200 people. It wouldn't be a requirement, but the measure would allow those parties and organizers to let the town know ahead of time of the upcoming event. The addition would aim to provide a more proactive way to address issues without immediately needing to take more serious measures. I love this as a person who threw parties in Maple Ridge back in 2015. Uh, they were bangers. Yes. Um, to get a courtesy call to say, Hey guys, Look, we got a noise complaint instead of, uh, you know, go-kart guy or um, other folks coming up and asking us to cool, to cool it. Uh, that might be a good idea. So I actually don't have a problem with that, uh, with that ordinance. Um, the other issue there is on the proposed changes, it also has a provision giving the town manager the ability to deny a permit for a party. So basically you're telling, um, you're telling me that we have the right to apply to party, but you have the right to de deny our right to party. Um, I'm going to fight for the right for my students to party. I, I, I think partying and college go hand in hand party responsibly, obviously. Um, I probably did a horrible job, uh, giving you an idea of what this article says. It will be embedded in the podcast article so you can go ahead and read it for yourself. But, uh, we got to stop with shutting down center street. If you're an adult, 
Don't go to Center Street. It's not for you. If you're a student, be careful. But Center Street is one of the cool traditions for Virginia Tech. Pat, any final thoughts on Center Street? It really is. We were with my brother's girlfriend's family. Shout out the Roonies mm-hmm. at lunch. I think it was either no, it was it was uh it was at one of the graduation parties over the weekend. And I was just talking to them about Center Street and what it's like and how it's just this absolute scene that is so unique and awesome and fun and you know, a huge asset to student life at Virginia Tech. People, it's like a holiday when you wake up on Saturday and you get to go to Center Street. Um, it's for the kids. You know, they might. Here's the thing. College kids are doing stupid things everywhere, whether it's on Center Street, whether it's on Roanoke Street, whether it's in the dorm, whether it's outside of the dorm, like just because it honestly might even be safer since they're all in that one area rather than them being spread all over town. Because, yeah, sons of consolidation. It gives the Blacksburg Police Department an idea of, hey, this is where the student population is going to be rather than having to be, you know, in many other places of the town at once. It's just a, uh, just a thought, but um, let the kids have fun. As long as it doesn't get out of control to a point where it needs to be stopped, which, you know, walking on pathways near trees, I don't think that, <laughs> I don't know if that qualifies. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I, like, here's a perfect example. I drove by Larry Bird's house uh, when I was in Indiana and I took a picture. I, I, I did. I took a picture of the house. Um, and my dad was like, hey, why don't you leave those people alone? And I said, hey, they knew what they were signing up for when they moved into Larry Bird's house. Uh, if you live in Blacksburg and you live by Center Street, you should know what you're signing up for. So don't come to college campus and then be like, oh, my God, there's college campus stuff going on around here. Then go move somewhere else. Sorry. I don't mean, again, if that's mean. I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, so that's my thoughts on that. Pat, we actually had an outpour of uh, of suggestions from others that were fantastic. If you have, uh, please raise your hand if you want to chime in on any of these. Um, I'm not going to be able to see you. If your camera's off. Can you turn your camera on? Yeah, I'm ha- you know, so I'm having some issues with my computer. So I'm, you oh. know, I've, I've reverted to mobile. Sons of on the go. We are... <laughs> Digging into the Twitter mentions, and I am live reading these. Paul Patera, I'm going to read his study first so it's not hanging over your head. That's great advice. It is. Ask for help. Try new things. Call your mama. Do all, it. Once a week. Valid. What Pat, a time. You call your mom. Once a week? Come on. Bill, wow. those, are, those are rookie numbers. How, how often? I, I, I'm saying, like, that's the basement. That's oh, like, yeah, that. Yeah. 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 That's, that should be the, um, the bare minimum, the bare minimum. You set expectations with mom and dad. Hey, once a week, you're going to hear from me. Maybe you'll set up a time Sunday at 4 PM Friday at 2 PM. I don't know. Talking about the big weekend plans. Yeah. Friday. But then then what if they want the recap on Monday, they got to wait till Friday to hear about the previous weekend. And then by the time that rolls around, you're already fired up for the, for the Friday and Saturday plans. So I don't know, maybe you do a Wednesday sync up. (laughs) <laughs> all right um what else do we have here uh, oh daniel p lumberg aka back in the berg make attendance a priority humble brag my brother and i we were both uh perfect attendance guys in high school all four years <laughs> that is uh that is a fun fact for for uh for the listeners here make class attendance a priority 
get to know your professors. Test your entrepreneurial spirit at the Apex Center VT. Shameless plug. I, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Intramurals, yes. Hike, cascades, tubing, support the Hokies, yes. All fire suggestions. Look at what we um, got from, uh, we got one from Al Jones here. Take advantage of Lillian Blacksburg, yes. And support other tech sports besides just football and men's, ba- uh, and men's basketball. That's true. There's so many other awesome things to do. I didn't get into the Virginia Tech baseball thing until my senior uh, my senior year. I've been to games, but I really was like in there like swimwear my senior year, and I had a ton of fun. That was that was that was a ton of fun. Um, from learning life, hydrate as you drink for less hangovers. If you're over 21, uh, that's that is some great advice. Uh, go to more free events. I love this. Speakers, activities offered on campus. Grab all your friends. That's fantastic. Oh, grab all your friends. ICQ slash AOL handles. Oh, wait. Yep, that's from a previous age. Uh, from my age, it was BBM. Uh, remembering your BlackBerry messenger number. Uh, no, if there's something going on on BBM. campus. If there's something going on on campus. Everybody likes to talk about how, how college is too expensive, which it is. But included in that price is the career planning center that nobody goes and goes and sees. Or not enough people go and see. The free speakers that they pay Virginia Tech to have come. I know they had Josh Peck last year. Uh, I'm sure they had other speakers. They definitely did. But if there's a concert, if there's good opportunities for you to meet and speak to people who are successful uh, and make connections and meet other people from the university uh, that you may not cross paths with, do that, do that, do that, do that, do that. Um, Erica Nasto, I love this. Say yes to everything. Don't be stupid and just put yourself out there. Um, I love that. Don't think you're too cool to go do something. Don't turn down an opportunity to meet new people. Um, it just keeps coming back to that. Eat at Hokey Grill. Fi- uh, took me months to find out, and don't ask why. It's another good one. Call home. Love that. Another call home uh, Call home one there. Hey, and- hey, hey, listen. Yes. I know Erica Nasto is E-N, but she's. it's very similar to our friend E.T. E.T. says E.T. phone home. <laughs> E.N. says E.N. call home. Very similar wavelength, Erica, with uh, with our extraterrestrial friend. Uh, incredible. Incredible job with that. Uh, and br- <laughs> bring an umbrella. Uh, probably not. Uh, I, w- I mean, that's good advice. I, I, Dude, I ask Ask Rihanna. She has multiple. <laughs> why, wh- Erica, why do you need an umbrella if you're friends with Rihanna? She has like, she has a huge one. <laughs> I mean, maybe she went to, maybe, maybe Rihanna went to school in the Pacific Northwest where it's just raining more than ever. <laughs> I hope you guys are having as much fun as we are. Um, Grant Mitchell. Introduce yourself to every single person you meet. Yes. Most won't be memorable. Oh, okay. But some some will become best friends. That's huge. I like that. You never know when you might meet your special someone or your special friend. You never know. You never know. Others will be. I I met Billy Ray. I met Billy Ray when I was working at the Hokie Passport office. Yeah. And we both missed an opportunity. Well, Pat actually inquired, and then it just never materialized until later. And here we are, recording a podcast. Uh, and some people might just need to hear someone ask them how they're doing. Love that, too. Billy Ray, you say asking how someone is doing. That is very important. That is very important. 
And it's a great way just to, to get connected. But I even think about Diablo fan account posted a meme one time and he said, it's always what's a hokey, but it's never how's a hokey. And I'm just Ooh. like, if that ain't, if that ain't the truth, speaking of DFA, the DFA school of wisdom, he says, you will have so much free time. Use it wisely. Don't treat it like a, pre- a, a vacation. If you want to be productive, it can take a while to find your friend group. Just pursue your passions and you'll meet awesome people. You'll find out who your friends are. Tracy Lawrence, great song. Dude, Diablo fan account never disappoints. Follow Diablo fan account if you don't. That's that's some some more. At at Deferred Walk-On, our friend uh, DFA. Great, great content. Uh, Sam Jesse, Sam of Saturday, he says, make a short to-do list every day that includes things you need. I think he said, think he means you need to do. That's extremely important. I started doing that at work. I got this cute little, oh, there goes my vibrating toothbrush. Um, I made, I bought this uh, notepad for work. It, uh, it has a Nelson Mandela quote on the front and I literally just write down things I need to do and then cross them out when they're done. Um, so that's, that's been making a big difference. Uh, and then a list of things that you also want to do, check them off as the day goes on. It'll keep you from procrastinating. Procrastinating was one of the, uh, one of the biggest, uh, issues that I had in college and today or forgetting things, but you also remember to practice some self-care. Love that. I'm a big pedicure guy. Pat, you like pedicures? Never had one you on the list. It, you know what, Bill? Write getting it down. A pedicure, getting a pedicure is on my to-do list. <laughs> Patrick Cunningham, go to office hours. Yes, yes, yes. Go to office hours. Use Rate My Professor. Order the Blacksburg Sunset at Deet's Place. Blacksburg Sunset was one of myself and Isaiah Ford's biggest uh, friendship staples. Whether it was 15 degrees outside or 87 degrees outside, uh, Isaiah would step out with uh, no socks and flip-flops and we would walk to Deets and get a Blacksburg sunset. It was absolutely fantastic. Make sure that you get one great call, Patrick Cunningham. Use deodorant. I don't know who needs to hear that. Do that. It's important. Pat, you an Old Spice guy? Uh, what's it called? Uh, <laughs> it's not just for men. That's the hair product. <laughs> Just for men? No, it's not just for men. It's uh, just for everybody. I don't know. It's green. I forget. I forget the name. Pirate it's not Old Spice. Oh, okay. It's not Old Spice. It's like it's like teal colored. I don't know. Well, don't yeah. Know. Use deodorant. It's important. Uh, Coach Rob, time management. Take morning classes. I would say yeah. I mean, the amount of times that I slept in. Sleeping in is so dumb. It's so stupid. At the, the weekends now, I just don't do it. I'm here setting an alarm at 10 p.m. Like, sleeping in's dumb. You wake up at noon. It, it ruins your whole day. Don't do that. Take morning classes. I like that. Uh, do your work in the afternoon. Uh, you can do what you want in the evenings. I like that. Uh, make contact with your professors and your major. Take advantage of their contacts. Yes. Go to job fairs. Yes. Uh, reach out early to people. You have extra classes available. Take some fun ones. That's true. Take some fun classes. I took a wine class, and now I know what tannins are. And I know the difference between Sauvignon Blanc and Cabernet and Merlot. So, yeah, I would say so. Pat, did you take any fun classes? I know I know a bunch of the football guys took the class on Beyonce. Did, did you take that class? Did not know about that class. If it was about Rihanna, I would have been in on it. I don't know about <laughs> Beyonce. No, I like both of them a lot. Um, 
I took the wine class. I know about legs. <laughs> yeah, little drip, little drip, 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 drip. Check out the legs on this one. You know, <laughs> it's like you don't need to take a wine class to know about legs, but you know, hey, check out the legs. Hey, yep. high high viscosity in this one. That means it's it's really good. Check out the legs. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I took the wine class and I had my grandparents asking me about wine. Like I like as if I was a uh, what's the word sommelier. What? Um, and I, I was just like, Hey, it was three credits. You know, I, it was like, I was I can trying give you to get textbook if you want. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Zerali, the textbook. That was you know. mine. Kevin's really dude. Come on, man. Is it really? Name, dude. What are you doing? You're not even taking a page out of your own book. Kevin's dude, really, I, dog. I just said Zerali. Is it not Zerali? It's Zerali. Zerali. Like Israeli, but drop the I. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kev, big Kev, big Kev. It was a red book. Got it done. I'm sure a lot of people listening. Yeah. I'm sure, a lot of people listening know exactly what we're talking about. You oh, go to a vintage. You go to vintage cellar for the Thursday tastings. Mm-hmm. We did a wine event. We uh, we all cooked food and drank wine and posted pictures on our wine blogs. It was awesome. Maybe that blog's still up. I don't think it is. I think I don't think I renewed the domain. <laughs> we're gonna throw this into uh, into hyperspeed here. Uh, Adam Roth, just some general advice here. Leave the door open as a freshman. You can meet so many people in the hallway. I love that. I love that. Encouraging new connections. Study, but don't let it uh, make you miss out on social things, a.k.a. time management. I got to tell you, Adam, I never let studying get in the way of missing out on social things, but I also uh, did not have great time management. On-campus dining is world-class, but make sure you explore the downtown food scene. Uh, that is all that we have time for today. I actually will do one more here. Um, that's great. It's from James Copeland travel and ask for student discounts on airfare, hotels, etc. You would be surprised at how many places, whether you're buying an iPhone or going to a museum or, uh, buying, like you would be surprised at how many things actually have student discounts. Pat, have you, would you, would you stamp that literally everything has student discounts? Listen, keep your hooky passport literally forever and just use it and just pretend you're still at Virginia Tech and they have no way to identify if you've graduated or not. You have your student ID and you're just like, yeah, this is my I'm a student. You know, (laughs) if they ask for a second form, you got to say, I don't have I don't have two hooky passports. Uh, Actually, I'm a 27th year senior, um, sir. If you would like to call the bursar, this is their phone number. So the uh, Moe's. I mean, you go to Moe's. On Main Welcome Street, you, you get the uh, the most student discount every time. It's like, yeah, I'm using my hooky pee. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, I, I think that's a great piece of advice, a great nugget of advice from James there. I want to thank everybody. This was phenomenal. I didn't really know what to expect. I fired this tweet off 10 minutes before we pressed reply, and we had over 20 people pop in. Um, so thank you. Uh, that was great. Uh, Pat, any, any shout-outs from you? I'm just – shout-out my brother, shout-out my family. That was great. Um, really, really cool. Uh, very proud of Jackson and very proud of Brian for, uh, for graduate waiting. What about you? Pat? I have a, I have a big time shout out Oh man! for, for not just my guy, not just your guy. He's all of ours guy, Evan Hughes. Oh, Listen, yeah. I don't even know what kind of shout out this is, but I'm going to give him a shout out for his music taste or lack thereof. Evan Hughes loves the song shut up and dance now if you've ever hung out with me you know that shut up and dance is actually probably one of my least favorite songs of all time and evan hughes says pat 
I can't stand your negativity towards that beautiful piece of musical literature. That is one of the best songs ever written and ever produced. And he says the same thing about I Got a Feeling um, by the Black Eyed Peas. And I just got to say, Evan, I commend you for uh, for standing up for what you believe in uh, with 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 this music. These hot, these, these musical hot takes, these hot musical takes. If you saw the Twitter thread on it, it was, uh, it was cracking me up over the, uh, the course of the weekend, but, um, Evan Hughes, this one goes out to you. Shout out to graduation DJs across this great country. Um, if you are a graduation DJs, make sure to take requests from, uh, from the kids graduating. Do not go in with your own agenda because you'll be upset like uh, my brother was when they didn't play Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls at the end of the night. Um, so that is my shout out. Shout out to my brother for graduating uh, at the six year plan. Brian Finn, we love you. <laughs> Thank you everybody for the participation. We hope you had fun. Give us some feedback on, uh, on Life Advice and please comment about the Stone, Stone whatever's uh, apartments. Uh, hope everybody has a great week and we'll be coming at you real, real soon. Peace! Super Regionals next weekend. It's time to wander, tripping in the sand. We smoke out windows, drink till we can't stand. But I saw you dance like you want to in my head. And all that she said is, Oh, I know it's what you're thinking. to you and-